Welcome to another Mother Runner Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity hanging out in snowy Denver. We got our first snow of the year. Oh, that's right. You yes, did. Yes. You it's mentioned that morning. that it was on its way. My goodness. Yes. It's like, you know, waiting on Christmas morning, um, waiting for Christmas morning, you know, in the fall, you're like, oh, it's so exciting. And, you know, by like January, you're like, oh yeah, it's snowing again. But yep, <laughs> we got probably, I don't know, three inches or so. And I'm really glad that yesterday, I, I mean, yesterday couldn't have been a bet. I mean, it was just sublime, like the day. And I'm not a weather. I mean, I, I'll talk about the weather, but I don't really ever like viscerally notice it as much as probably other people do. Uh-huh. And yesterday I was just like, floating. Like it was just one of those days where you're just like, oh my gosh, the sun is shining. Um, bluebird sky, you know, it was, um, I went out for a run and I, I, I truly felt like I was floating. I mean, I was still doing my normal, like, you know, 10 minute miles or 11 minute miles or whatever, but it was just one of those days where you're just like, yes, yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so it's today's snow. It could be a rest day. Cause I, <laughs> Very good. You, know? you, you planned it well. You exactly. Planned it well. Yeah. 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 So we are fresh off being in the twin cities for the twin cities marathon and 10 mile race. That was a ton of fun to spend the weekend there. Yes. Yes, absolutely. We had such, I mean, just heart. I'm doing a little heart sign with my hands. Can you tell, can you see it? <laughs> yes. Heart yeah. TC, TCM and TC yeah. um, and MSP, Minneapolis uh-huh. St. Paul. Um, but yeah, we did a great time. I mean, we had a great time. We did a podcast with Carrie K- K- Tolefson, which I think we'll have run by the time this one comes out. Right. Yep. 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 And he is just a bundle of energy. Oh my gosh. We saw her at mile 25. So there was a small group of us cheering um, for Uh the 10 miler. We had a lot of people running the 10 mile um, Mm -hmm. race, the Twin Cities 10 miler using our 10 mile program, the train like a mother club. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so we saw her, we were right around mile nine slash 25, like right before those two miles started. And holy cow, she was just booking and we were just, we yelled for her, but you know, she was just totally, she was totally in the, in the zone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She ended well, up running she, what, like a 256? To, no, 251.52. And that was, her goal was to break three hours. Her last one, so she's run, so Carrie Tolson, uh, Olympian. In 2004 in Athens, her specialty then was the 1500 on the track. So in 2013, after her, when her second child was just four months old, she ran 30247. Mm-hmm. And so her goal this time was to break three hours, 251.52. I'd say that's under three hours. Oh my, my gosh. Goodness. Yes. Yeah. No, it was a 251.56. I remember seeing okay. 56. So I was thinking, okay. yeah, she wanted to run a 345 and she ran, I mean, I'm sorry, not a 345. She, ran, she wanted to run a 645 average pace. Yes. Ended up running a 634. I'm looking at her finishing oh. time right now. Yeah. So. Like Very way nice. to overachieve, Carrie. Oh my god! Yeah, totally, totally. Um, so that was a great, great. Um, well, and it was great weather for the marathon. And the marathon, yeah. The day before, not so much. They had to mm-hmm. cancel the five k and the ten k, which was disappointing. Oh, I know. And the I'm kids' sure. races, yeah, yep. because it was raining hard. But that wasn't why they canceled. They canceled because there was um, predictions of lightning in Minneapolis, so they yeah. didn't want to. Take I think a some people saw some lightning um, mm-hmm. for our shakeout run. So we did our our. I think this is like either our third that- or. Fourth year doing a shakeout run. Is that banjo singing in the background? Yes. Can you hear him? Oh my gosh! I'm oh, but sorry. I like it. I like it. It's very <laughs> cute. He's living I, up to his musical name. <laughs> he is. He's. Um, chances are either the mailman is here or someone's walking by with their dog. Although now Ooh. he's coming. Uh, sorry. He'll. I. He just. It's impossible to stop him t- from howling. You just kind of just got to <laughs> lean in. Just lean into it, everybody. Um, 
so yeah, so we did our, our shakeout run, um, which we've done, I think, like I said, I think three or four years. And um, uh, it was the first time it was really crappy weather. It was raining. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. people rallied and it was fun. I mean, it, once you went out and it's there, as you well know, your Portland roots, yes. you know, it was like, oh, it's fine. It's nothing. Yeah. We're, it, well, we're it, was also, it was also fine that you and I text each other. It's like, because it when we were texting each other, it was raining hard, big, yeah. heavy raindrops and lots of them. And you just were like, well, I don't know how to tell people that we're not doing it. So we're going to do it. Exactly. We didn't have people's emails at email addresses. <laughs> I know. People said that they looked on the Facebook page and when someone said it to me, I'm like, huh, that didn't occur to me that we could have updated via the Facebook page. Well, yeah. But then uh, what about the people that didn't look? There? I mean, oh, it's like, of course. One of those things. oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So we, so by the time we started running, I felt like the raindrops had gotten a little smaller and a little bit more sparse. I mean, it was still consistently raining. Sure. You can, you can see that I can parse rain into many different variables <laughs> living in Portland. Many, and, many flavors uh, of rain. Yes. So, and also I had looked at my phone and it said it was, 48 and I was like oh that's gonna be really chilly and it did not feel chilly I mean I was sweating buckets by the by you know mile two and we went a few of us went three miles sure and got to run on part of the course which was fun and I mean it's just such a fantastic place the the Twin Cities is just a fantastic place to go running there's so much open space so much space along the river which means for you know uninterrupted um, you know, miles after miles. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, I, I feel like every time you turn around, there's another path that you can go on, mm-hmm. right. You know, mm-hmm. like there's no lack of, of footpaths and scenic footpaths is that. So, yeah. So yeah. thank you again, Twin Cities for having us and for mm-hmm. all the people that we met. And, um, it was fun to cheer on the 10 milers. I have to share one quick story. Yeah. At, um, so I was standing with, uh, well, so first of all, my friend Joe that I did the Grand Canyon with, uh, did, she made a sign. She was very, very proud of it. Um, it was Lizzo. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. And now I'm going to have to remember the lyrics on cue. And I didn't write it down. Um, how you, baby, how you feeling? Feeling uh-huh. good as hell. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So that was the sign, which Lizzo has twin C's roots. I don't think she's from oh. there, but I think oh. that she kind of came to popularity or that was a big part of her momentum. Mm. Um, and mm. I'm making this all up. I mean, yep, that, that, sure, I'm sure. not making it up, but I mean, that's, that's what I heard. I have not like researched <laughs> it myself. So, um, <laughs> So anyway, so we had that sign, baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as hell. So that people really liked that a lot. And a lot of people ran by like, I'm listening to that right now. (laughs) And then of course we had our badass mother runner sign and that was fun. And then I tried to make one that said, um, just one more many, one more happy mile left, but you really got to be on point with your signs, right? And you got to really think about where the lettering goes before you pull out the black Sharpie. And um, I was feeling a little cocky because like Badass Mother Runner, there's six letters in each word. So they just line up. I've done it enough times that I just know like the letters just go <laughs> underneath each other, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, just one more happy mile left was, or to go was what we wanted to say. It just, it didn't work. So Anyway, that's the long way of saying we had two signs, um, but one woman and, stopped. What was, what? And can I interject that yeah. um, Lizzo is from uh, Minneapolis? Oh, is she? Okay, good. Good. She so is, she yeah. is. Um, all right. So she does have those roots. And mm-hmm. uh, she and Prince. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And um, so what was this? Oh, so this woman stopped. And she saw the badass mother runner sign. She stopped and she goes, 
oh my gosh, I can't believe it's you. Can I just tell you, it's your 10 mile plan that got me through this. I'm five and a half months pregnant. There's no way I would be doing this if I didn't have your plan. And I took a picture with her. She was super cute. She was running with her husband. That was Mm -hmm. awesome. That was very cute. That was one couple story. The other couple story is Heidi. Um, I think you say her last name, Michelle. She's a long time yeah. yes. AMR. Yes, M I S C H E L. Yeah, yep. She's been around. She's great. And um, so we met. I, I talked to her at the booth the day before, and she's like, "Yeah, my husband says he's going to hold my hand the whole time." I'm like, "Oh, oh how's that going to go?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> and my response would have been, "Oh, how annoying will that be?" <laughs> well, that's exactly. Well, I was kind of like, and I'm like, you know, and someone else. I can't remember if it was her. Or someone else was like, "Yeah." The only time I tried to run with my husband, I told him like, "Get the get the f away," you know, at mile whatever. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that reminds me of the Austin half marathon way back in the day." <laughs> that I did that to Grant. Um, but anyway, so but they came by and they were holding hands, Heidi and her oh, husband. And I was like, goodness. I was like, I cannot believe that you guys were holding hands. And it was like apparently for like those 15 steps. And that was oh, okay. <laughs> they were get- goofing on you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so that was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fun times oh, that- the cheering section. I know. So yeah, right. it's, and it's just that the energy there is just contagious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, Karen Ryan from a mother runner of five from Maryland. She PR'd by three, more than three minutes there. And in her Instagram post, she wrote how, and uh, Karen's very fast and she's run Boston several times. And she said she thought the spectators at Twin Cities Marathon rivaled those of Boston. I'm like, okay, that might be a little bit tending toward hyperbole, but they are fantastic spectators. So Nice, nice. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. And speaking of PRs, I got to give a, a shout out to Aaron mm-hmm. Wright, who is also an awesome bammer, as all mm-hmm. you, all of you, all y'all are who are, mm-hmm. are um, listeners, but she helped at the booth. She's a BAM ambassador. She's been super helping with the Race Like a Mother Twin Cities program that we did. I mean, she's just a, a great spirit. So mm-hmm. she... Um, finished. She had a seven minute PR. Wow. Um, so she ran a nine forty eight mile, which for her, she's like, I didn't wow. think I could have a nine in front of it, which was awesome. And she just yeah, has, wow. uh, you know, I'm just so happy that everything came together. I still have imposter syndrome and I'm wondering my PRs will start to fade, but I know that I'd like to focus even more on strength and staying at a healthier weight. Um, these training plans are so well balanced between easy runs, tempo and race pace miles, strength and rest. It was perfect. Awesome. She's got this awesome picture of her. So well, congratulations to everybody. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Erin's been on our regular podcast. I'm, um, I think it was about her about, um, yeah, she did the one about, um, kind of how Boston inspired the Boston marathon bombings inspired her to run a marathon. That's what the show that Erin was on. So yeah. Awesome. 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 All right. All right well, well, shall we uh, go, should we hit the country now? Spread out we, the twin cities? We, we should. Let's go to another M state. This is Lisa from Westminster, Maryland. Hi, Serendimity. This is Lisa, and I'm calling from Westminster, Maryland. I'm calling because I have a question about training for two marathons in the same training cycle. I am getting ready to run wine glass this weekend, and then I have about five weekends of training before I'll run the Richmond Marathon. And I feel very prepared for wine glass. I'm looking to race it and hope to PR. I'm looking to run Richmond as an enjoyable, fun with friends time. So my question is, what should my training look like for those five weekends in between? I know that I need to keep up with some long runs, but I'm curious what distances you all recommend and um, if I should keep up with the track workouts that I've been doing and uh, just general weekly mileage. Thanks so much. I love the show. I love you guys. You've gotten me through so many hard runs this summer. 
Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Um, two we... marathons. Two marathons. Same training cycle, Lisa. <laughs> love it. We love the ambition. It's absolutely yes. doable. I mean, there's that's very doable. I mean, you know, there's the Boston to Big Sur. There's a couple um, Midwest challenges where you, I can't remember the name. Oh yeah, the Route 66. Yes. Where you run. Yes. um, Right. That was not too long ago. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing that um, I would caution her is just saying, don't worry about number two until you feel mostly recovered from number one. And that, I mean, we talked about this at the Twin Cities Expo, but I would take a full week off after. I really would. I know the impetus and the kind of the urge to get out there and run. Because you're like, oh, I've got another marathon in six weeks. Honestly, it's not going to, your, your fitness is there. What you've done is you have broken down your muscles. So if you can give them the time that they need to repair, I mean, they need more time than that. But if you can give them a nice little <laughs> pillow mm-hmm. of a week, that would be ideal. That's what I would start with. You sort of sound like an OBGYN telling a new mom, don't think about the second baby until you're recovered from the first baby. Exactly. Well, it's true. Yeah. I mean, and she's not, again, she's not going to be like fully like, oh, I'm ready. But you know, like there's definitely, I definitely feel like, well, it's an addictive sport, right? And it's an addictive feeling and all that stuff. And, and it's very easy to feel like you're going to fall behind. But the reality is, is you're not going to. And a week off is going to do you so much better than trying to go like two, three miles. And then maybe, you know, then they're like, Oh, I better run long on the weekend. So I better do at least 12. And you know, you're just digging yourself into a hole. Of course, that doesn't mean that she can't go for some walks, maybe spin on a bike. Um, but that's as much as I would do and emphasize spin. I'm not talking about a spinning ass. I'm talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, high cadence, low resistance. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, then after that week, the, um, Shouldn't she kind of try to do a reverse taper, like that what she did going in, then she does going out of that? I mean, um, yes and no, but I mean, that reverse, I mean, because you're running in the taper week, right? So that- Right, right, right. So, so, so skip over that week and yeah. then pick, then you pick could, it up. Yeah, then you could pick up on the second week, come back out. I mm-hmm. think that that would work. Um, and then, you know, and then I would just kind of see where you are. I mean, so that, that takes you two weeks. So then you're four weeks away. I would do mm-hmm. one more long-ish run. Um, yeah, and, and, and I would really like base that almost on hours instead of mileage. Right. Like say it takes her, which, which was her first one, um, wine glass. So say it took yes. her four hours to run wine glass. I would run no more than two and a half, right? Mm. Like some, somewhere like in like the 70% range. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that that's a good or, or less if that feels like less. I mean, because the, it's there, right? It's, it's not, it hasn't gone anywhere. And if you're going to run between now and Richmond, you're good, but I wouldn't worry so much about going, you know, 17 miles or 18 miles or 19 miles. Mm -hmm. Like I think Mm -hmm. I would really um, base it really on how you're feeling and then try to go somewhere in like 60 to 70% of your finishing time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's good advice. And not, and then, not more than three hours, for sure. Mm-hmm, not more than mm-hmm, three hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, definitely, Lisa, since time and speed isn't paramount on your mind for Richmond, I say nix the track workouts. She asked specifically about those. Oh, yeah, no track. Well, I mean, if she likes the track, then she can go. If Does she like the track, did she say? She didn't say. And okay. I, I, I mean, I got to say, track workouts are super challenging i would leave those behind sure you know yep. and then and then uh, look for a weekly mileage my i was spitballing it between 24 to 34 miles depending on the plan she followed mm-hmm. 
And then I do have to say, um, my anecdote for this is in 2014, I raced Victoria Marathon. It's where I qualified for Boston the second time. And then six weeks later, ran the Philly Marathon. I, I remember can... that. You're feel... You loved Philly. <laughs> Especially I saw you on that last stretch. You were, you were so happy. You were like, I'm oh, so glad to be out here. I was so carefree. And so, oh, yes, we are lying. Um, so that second marathon is not going to feel great on your legs, Lisa. And I felt recovered-ish. Uh, I definitely remember that second half, that back half. Oh, my legs just felt like cinder blocks. Um, and so it's... Um, so it's good no, that she's it, running with friends because then she's mm -hmm. got those to kind of distract her and just go have fun, you know? And mm -hmm. if, it, if you walk, you know, if you do a run-walk pattern, if you walk through all the aid stations, if you, whatever, you know, like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm running two marathons in six weeks. I'm mm -hmm. badass. Oh, excuse my language. Wait, sorry. <laughs> I, to, I didn't mean, to, I meant to say badass. I didn't mean to say the other word. I'm sorry. Maybe Alex can edit that out. Um, but you right. are Lisa, in case you're wondering. Yes. All yes. right. All right. Let's um, move on before I start to get my potty on. mouth too much. Yes. Um, Holly from Oklahoma City is up next. Hey, serendipity. This is Holly from Oklahoma City. I'm a mom of four and hoping that you guys could help me with some back trouble. Um, for the past year or so, I found the week before I get my period, my lower back gets really achy, almost to where I can hardly stand by the afternoon, definitely late afternoon. Would you guys have any suggestions for exercises that might help with that? Um, I run about 20 miles a week and usually do strength training on two other days. Um, when I tell you that three out of four kids are still at home with me, I'm sure you can understand how much resting and sitting throughout the day is actually possible. But um, I'd appreciate any tips that you might have. I hope you all have a great day. Bye-bye. So, you know, this question um, hit really hit with me because I spoke to a woman in Spokane, Washington at the Happy Girls Expo who has the exact same pre-period pain. I realize low back pain is not super unique, but she talked to me about it there. And given that I was, we were all in Washington, I told her to get herself to a weed store and buy some <laughs> CBD ointment um, because it helps immensely with low back. I've had some low back pain off and on this summer and wow, CBD ointment, which does not have THC in it. It is a legal product in all 50 states. Um, Gosh, it works. I just find it's really great. And the um, our, our CBD brand of choice is called Nature's Gem. And uh, you can get that online. I know but I got it, some samples in the tw Twin Cities. We're just going to come back to the Twin Cities in every, yeah, every, right. every, so, yeah, every so road I, leads I, to the I've Twin Cities. I've been trying it on my feet. Some things on my feet. And it definitely feels good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, what are some other things that you think? I mean, I would say probably, I mean, um, you know, depending upon a heating pad um, every night. Just if you want to know a little tidbit about myself, I always like um, use the heating pad while I'm reading. It just feels good. Um, I don't oh, know if it does anything, but I, I did I not love... know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely um, one of my, I mean, unless it's super hot outside, then I probably won't, <laughs> but most of the time I do. And then I turn it off and take it off before I go to sleep. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, the other thing, and I, I'm not, this is just my very um, this is almost like Lizzo, like, oh, I think she has some connection to the Twin Cities. Oh, she's from there. <laughs> um, but, um, but the fact that it's hormonal and, or maybe hormonal, but it's linked to your period and your pelvic area, mm -hmm. like I might, and, and often um, the pelvic floor therapy 
you know, mm. back, low back pain is something that um, it definitely targets. So, mm. I mean, I'm not saying that that's your first stop. It's not by any stretch, but I would say if it's something that gets worse or you're like, dude, it's been going on for 18 months or whatever. And I want someone to talk to me about this. That might be a really good first, a, a good stop. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, because that's the thing, because it certainly seems like the pain is hormonal. So there is going to be no magic way to just magically make it disappear. Like, right now I want it gone. I mean, sure. You could pop a whole bunch of Advil and you know, then, then it would, you know, go away for a while. Yeah. But even Advil, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes it doesn't help with, I mean, I, I've, I, I wrote this about Ben's bear attack story. Like my, I get such bad headaches now, right before my period. And there's nothing like capital mm. N O mm-hmm. capital T H I N G that mm-hmm. stops them. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, it might just be, and I'm just thinking if I transferred that to my back, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. that Advil or mm-hmm. ibuprofen would help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe of increasing mobility so that, you know, maybe that's kind of compounding the problem. So, um, you know, like doing cat cow, I thought about laying on the floor and then um, Holly could hug her knees to her chest and then um, roll her lower back in a circle. Like, you know, kind of think about making that spot on the back, um, make a circle clockwise. And then after a couple of those, switch it around the other way you know, child's pose always feels nice on my lower back, maybe some even simple knee hugs while just standing, you know? Um, so yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope that that's a little bit of relief. And if anyone has any ideas, um, mm-hmm. and wants to email us at bammer at another mother for Holly, we'll totally pass those along. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And can you, um, I mean, I was thinking she, she did ask for a couple exercises. Oh, she did. I'm sorry. I didn't. Yeah. That's didn't okay. That's okay. Question very well. Well, I think, so, I mean, a lot of, a lot of stuff is, um, you know, you can do like a lot of Pilates based stuff like glute mm-hmm. bridges or bird dog stuff that engages your core, um, mm-hmm. back extensions like, um, Cobra. But again, um, stuff like that, I would really be, um, really gentle. cautious about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Gentle. Don't, you know, you're not trying to go into full Cobra. Like maybe we're looking for the garter <laughs> snake, you know, <laughs> just a little head up, maybe a tongue yeah. out. Um, yeah. And then like yeah. just things like basic pelvic tilts and just anything that kind of elongates it, like you said, and kind of moves it and lets it kind of um, just gives it some blood. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, this next question comes from a father runner. Uh, This is Michael in Needham, Massachusetts. Hey, Sarah and Dimity. It's Michael from Needham, Massachusetts. And I've got a question about quote unquote junk miles. Is that really a thing? Is that sort of the same as calling a runner a jogger? Um, Whenever I tell somebody I did an easy three, they're like, oh, so you ran junk miles. Um, am I right to be offended? Um, is junk miles a derogatory term? And what's the difference between junk miles and easy miles if junk miles are actually a thing? Thanks. Okay, so I'm going to admit that um, the online research that I did for this topic surprised me that I, I thought, oh, I know the answer to this one. No, 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 no. I had also thought that junk miles are sort of just no purpose, slow miles done in a training plan. Um, you know, like Michael said, an easy three miler, but no. Junk miles are something different and junk miles are ones that you run that don't produce a specific physiological benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I yes. think, and I think junk miles and cycling, I feel like that has a different connotation. I oh, feel like that huh. turned over to running. Um, oh. I think that that, you know, that's cause that's what I would think of as junk miles too, is just like, I'm just ambling about, you know, but the reality is, is those those slower, easy miles are actually like the bread and butter of any training plan. Any runner's base of the pyramid is, 
you know, mm-hmm. cardiovascular aerobic endurance where you're not going into any kind of anaerobic state. Mm-hmm. You're keeping your heart rate low. You're building your, all your tendons and ligaments and all that kind of stuff that you need to do to stay injury free. Um, mm-hmm. So those are good miles, right? Those are not junk mm-hmm. miles. Right. Right. That's the thing that, that um, some, you know, when I was digging around on the internet that, that despite its name, that despite that we think that, you know, junk equals garbage, that they are not there, that they should not have a negative connotation. Exactly. That, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then, and then obviously they, they're kind of like the hamburger between two buns, right? Like, <laughs> because, because below the bottom bun is those easy, slow, you know, um, very endurance focused miles. Those are super important, super vital. And then the top bun with sesame mm-hmm. seeds on top is, you know, <laughs> stuff like when you really get, you, you, you really push yourself, right? You're mm-hmm. riding that edge. You're looking over the edge. You're, you mm-hmm. know, you're running hills really fast. You're on the track. You're doing um, mm-hmm. some really focused tempo work because that is increasing your lactate threshold, which, mm-hmm. you, you know, increases your VO2 max and just creates all these um, benefits that you want um, in your body. But that's, you know, that's a small slice. That, that bun is pretty thin. You want your bottom bun to be really thick. <laughs> um, so those junk miles, basically you don't want to eat that hamburger. <laughs> um, but it reminds me actually, you know, way back in the day when I went to triathlon camp, um, oh my God, I mean, honestly, like I feel like my grandmother telling stories right now, but um, I remember we did a VO2 max test on the bike. So it was inside, you know, figuring out what your VO2 max was. And, um, and you found your zones, right? And it was like, um, I can't remember what the two zones were that like the easy and the, the hard one, but those are the ones you wanted to be in. And the mm-hmm. middle one they called the gray zone. And that oh, is yeah, that like a- mm-hmm. place you don't want to be. And it's not, it's not necessarily wrong, right? Like, so, I mean, it's not like, oh my gosh, you're really, junk miles are really going to like, I don't know, screw with you or something like that. That's not the case by any stretch. And I would imagine most of my miles these days are junk miles because I'm not watching my heart rate. I'm mm-hmm, not watching my mm-hmm. pace. I'm just running for enjoyment and to feel good, yep. right? Yep. And yep. there's nothing wrong with that. So I just want to make that very clear. It's not like, you know, you've, it, it doesn't yep, count as ways, a mile yeah. or something like yep, that, right? Yep, yep. But again, it's so, the physiological part. Yes, I like, so So now we've come up with, you've come up with two different terms. So gray miles or hamburger miles. <laughs> I don't uh. know about the hamburger miles. <laughs> I was just thinking of an Oreo or an Oreo mile. It's just like a sandwich, right? Um <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So, and that's, and just to clarify, I mean, those are the, you know, when um, coach Liz and Jen, who, who do our running by heart rate program, they describe junk miles as the ones that feel really good and really accomplished. And that oh, is exactly right. Because it is, you know, where you're like, oh, that was a good run. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like you mm-hmm. feel you're a little wiped, you're kind of sweaty, you're pretty sweaty, mm-hmm. but you haven't, you know, that you haven't pushed yourself as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you also haven't held back. Because yep. you just wanted to, like yesterday, like that day that I was, flo- I'm like, that's a day where you just want to go get some junk miles because it just mm-hmm. feels so good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, I, I just want to. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could call them good and accomplished GNA miles. As GNA. Well. <laughs> as opposed to TNA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> May as well just, you know, make this podcast R-rated. Listen to doing that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's head uh, north from Massachusetts um, and hear what Phoebe in New Hampshire has to ask. Hey, ladies, this is Phoebe in New Hampshire with a very urgent question. (laughs) Not really, but I think you'll have some great ideas. I have a coworker who's running her first marathon, which also happens to coincide with her birthday. The tradition at my work is that someone at our office brings in treats for the person 
whose birthday it is. I would like to bring in a runner-themed treat for my wonderful coworker, and I am fairly useless. I mean, I can Google it, but I'm thinking that you guys might have some ideas of something that's simple but thoughtful and um, that you will appreciate the day she comes back from her marathon. And I am actually going to go to her marathon and run the half um, while she's running. So I'll be there that day. But I'm looking for running-themed treats. Thank you so much. Hope you guys are doing well. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, I got to admit, oh. this, was, this was a little bit of a stumper question. I want to go. I love treats. I want to go. I love, I love treats. treats. <laughs> um, so, I, so, I mean, a couple things that come to mind, and these might be too much as, a, um, as, a, as somebody who is a mother and an employee and might not have, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, oodles of time to experiment. But if there's some way that you could use, like, goo as frosting, on cupcakes. Oh, look at you. And use the birthday cake flavor. Yeah, you could use a birthday cake flavor. You could use chocolate mint. You could use chocolate. You could use the vanilla. Um, <laughs> you know, so those that's one way you could do it. You could also kind of, because um, the goo oh. packages are so shiny, you know, you could use those as kind of somehow some kind of, uh, you know, decoration on top of a cupcake. Or, you know, when you do the, um, you know, when you watch Cupcake Wars, because don't we all watch Cupcake Wars when there's nothing else on TV, <laughs> that, you know, when they do the filling. So you could just do oh, a, like pipe you know, it in. yeah, pipe in the flavor. <laughs> of yes. Although she might be like, Ooh, uh, you know, yeah, like she will just add all that might have been a little much, but I mean, because uh, sometimes we, yeah, goo doesn't always taste good unless you're running. Yeah, so um, but I that, like that. I like that. Yeah. What, yeah. Um, I thought of um, carrot cupcakes because, Dim, I know you love carrot, carrot cakes. cakes. So I was channeling your preferences when I thought of carrot cakes with cream cheese frosting and then like little star-shaped sprinkles. So that's kind of like celebratory. I like that. And then <laughs> um, cookies. And I thought maybe make ones with like ground walnuts or almonds in the dough for a heart-healthy kick. But um, that you poke a hole in the top. So you can thread a little thin ribbon through it to make them into medals. And then everybody in the office can wear them and, you know, pretend they're, you know, they're Carol or whatever. And they're, look, I'm Carol. I ran my first marathon. That's right. They're their almond flour cookie. Uh, yes. Yeah. I like it. That's, good. That's a good idea. You could also um, get sugar cookies and ice them as medals. Yes. That's, yes. That's oh, easy. get them. Oh, I like you saying just Or either get them or make them. them. Or, yeah, or right. you know what you can get is the, um, you know, the Pillsbury, oh, like Pillsbury. slice and, mm -hmm. slice and bake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Kind yep. of a nice in-between. <laughs> yes. Um, Junk piles of cookies. <laughs> um, and then I found a recipe for marathon cookies and they sounded super yummy. They have art, uh, art. They have oats, dark chocolate, peanut butter, peanuts, and dried fruit to sort of get oh, things moving after the marathon. Sounds, but, you lost me a dried fruit. It oh, all sounds good until then. Oh, but like, you know, like cranberries would be good in there or, uh -huh. cause I'm not, I'm not a raisin person in baked goods. I was um, just saying, and, and don't even get me started on craisins. Like that's worse than oatmeal. So do not ask me to put a craisin in my cookie because I am not doing it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, okay. So we could leave out the dried, the, these marathon cookies seem like you could kind of put in what you wanted, but I, they sounded really good. So we're going to share that recipe in the show notes. Well, and the other thing, and I don't know what kind of office you are, if you have a looser policy, maybe, you know, you're allowed to bring alcohol. <laughs> you know, with, with, I feel like noon had some celebratory drinks, right? Like a noon tea. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, so I don't know. But you could, you could like serve up different, uh, you know, you could bring the variations of noon 
um, yeah. and bring them and have form in little Dixie cups and let people taste. Us. I don't know. Wow. You can make it really fun. Wow, um, yeah. Since we don't have an office, we just can, we're just spouting things off. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm already, I'm thinking like, okay, you need 26 spots in the office and everyone has to go and sample something or do like a plank or, you know. Oh like gosh, don't, don't let Dim be in charge of the 26 party. 26 stations, 26 stations, Phoebe. Let's it's, see it, let's see it. It's why the icebreakers are always so awesome at our retreats because we put you in charge of them, Dim. Exactly. Um, I love, I love to, you know, push people. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> All right. So I really loved the range of questions. So um, please keep your questions coming. Um, Dim, how about share that phone number with people? It's um, 470-BADASS-1. Again, that's 470-223-2771. Um, we're looking for your first name and where you're calling from and keep your messages to 90 seconds or less. Please and thank you. Yep, yep, yep. And please tell your friends about this show as well as the regular Another Mother Runner podcast. We are really looking to build up our listener base, so please spread the word far and wide and keep the questions coming. We're here with answers. Bye.